Hey, Happy New Year. It's Nick here with another best of two-pack of the Tennis Podcast. This time, we are revisiting two of our most popular episodes ever on your favorite topic and mine, Brutal Bloody Death. First, it's episode 49, originally released July 2019. Episode 49 covered the top 10 most common murder methods in America. This is how Americans most prefer to kill their fellow man. Immediately after that, right here, will be episode 57, the top 10 leading causes of death worldwide, originally released October 2019. This episode covers all the ways, both natural and unnatural, that humans like to die most worldwide. We'll be back with new episode next week, January 13th. In the meantime, strap in that seatbelt, lock your doors, try not to die as we begin with the top 10 murder methods right now. This is a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Which podcast is it? Trying a new intro this week. Minimalistic. Tell them which podcast this is. Isn't that maybe like overwhelming them with information? This is the Tennis Podcast. All right. You probably know just from looking at your listening device. This is the Tennis Podcast. And I mean, should we tell them our names or is that information overload? There's going to be a lot of information to share today. So, we might as well just go full, full bore. All right. My name is Nick Amell. I am the host of the show. I'm Brandon. I am recently demoted to sidekick host. I'll let you do the dirty work here and tell them what this show is about. This is a show in which one of your hosts brings a top 10 or so list each week. The other host brings nothing except a prepared, sharp mind to guess that top 10 list. And I have. Are you sure we're talking about our show with the sharp minds? Yeah, razor sharp okay. minds. This, yeah. That represent the collective razor sharp minds of the listener. So, again, you'll have to channel them all this week in order to persevere through uh, my list, which is the top 10 methods of murder. Top 10 methods of murder? Murder. Are we talking human murder? Yeah, human or murder. Human on human murder. Insect murder? Mm-mm. Humans murdering other humans. Okay, and tell me about this list. This is from 2010, the most recent information on the FBI's website at fbi.gov related to national murder statistics, the most recent year is 2010. It's interesting that the FBI lists that on their own site because I could see it going two ways. You want to murder someone and you think, I'm going to check the FBI site what's the, to see... Uh, what's the preferred method? Yeah, do I want to do the preferred method or on the other side, do I want to think outside the box, do something a little shocking when I murder my victim? All this data is available to download in Excel as well. So, this table... This <laughs> they want to make it very easy for you to digest as a murderer. Yeah, this is the crime in the United States website created by the FBI and the US Department of Justice. Right now, I'm looking at expanded homicide data table eight. It is murder victims by weapon. 12,996 murders in 2010. That's it? I thought it would be higher too. Well, maybe I guess that's reported murders because I'm sure there's like homeless people murdered and stuff that... Yeah. I mean, if we, if we want to get dark, we get dark there's, uh, right the... there's definitely, as we'll find out later, there's definitely some undocumented murder and murder types going on. So, this is the best data available on Mayor Day. So, let's just level set here again. We're talking US murders as of 2010, which is the most recent data available. In the year 2010, yes. According to the authority on the subject, the FBI. Yeah. And we're talking methods. Of, so, give me an example of a method of murder, but not, not one that's in the top 10. 
Trust me, the top 12 methods of murder encapsulate every method by which you can murder someone aside from like boring someone to death is not on here. Oh, okay. Method is murder is the, it's the method by which one human causes the death of another one. For instance, if you burnt someone alive, technically they die from something like asphyxiation or shock or blood yes. loss. Right. The method you used was fire, but Okay, that's what I wanted to know. Right. Is basically what you just said. Yeah, it's okay. not it no, it is not the medical cause of death. It is the method by which the murderer murdered. You mentioned that death by boredom is not on there, but keep in mind this list came out in 2010 and our show didn't come out until 2018, so it's possible that death by boredom has has climbed the ranks since. Yeah, then. there's probably 13 categories for the 2019 data. Or maybe the death by boredom uh, really rose because of The Handmaid's Tale Season 3, but another topic for another day. Well, should we start with methods of murder that probably aren't in the top 10? Sure. Why don't you ask me that question? Or do you like a vampire? You can't do it unless you're invited. <laughs> Nick, why don't you tell me some of the methods of murder that wouldn't be in the top 10 uh, or 12? I'm going to guess that murder via... You know, like in the Three Stooges when they, one of the Stooges takes the other two Stooges' heads and bonks them together like coconuts? Mm -hmm. I'm going to guess that's not in the top 10. Murder actually, via no, actually, coconut head bumps. I think one in the top 10 definitely would include that. So, that's head trauma or something. Trauma to the head. Uh, not exactly, but uh, yeah, I think that would actually be included in the top 10. Okay. So, Three Stooges in the top 10. I'm going to guess that taking a magnifying glass that has been exploded in size thanks to technology from say honey i blew up the kid mm -hmm. taking that magnifying glass to a human as if they were an ant burning them like an ant yes is that in the top 10 i think you could make an argument that one of these does cover it but no not explicitly a giant magnifying glass or the sun what about being spanked to death that's definitely covered by at least two items all right. Well, apparently everything counts on this list. I want to talk about aggravating circumstances because I, a lot of these methods here of murder uh, probably under, fall under aggravating circumstances. And aggravating circumstances when it comes to murder in the legal sense are often punished more harshly. Depending on the jurisdiction, some aggravating circumstances may include premeditation. That'll get you mm. first degree murder. Yeah. Poisoning. Murder of a child, murder of a police officer, judge, firefighter, or witness to a crime, murder of a pregnant woman, a crime committed for pay or other rewards such as contract killing, exceptional brutality or cruelty. Exceptional, wow. Methods which are dangerous to the public, for example, explosion, arson, or shooting into a crowd, murder for political causes, murders committed to conceal another crime or facilitate its commission hate crimes, and in Germany, something uh, called Heimtuki, uh, treachery. Heimtuki? Yeah, treachery. Murder in English criminal law always carries a mandatory life sentence. But in England, they don't classify it into two degrees like they do in the US and Canada. Isn't it three degrees? I think it's first degree, second degree, and then it's manslaughter. And manslaughter, oh, okay. there is inv voluntary and invo involuntary. 
Shouldn't manslaughter, I think this is a Seinfeld joke, but shouldn't manslaughter be the worst one? It sounds the worst. Because it sounds, it does sound the worst. Yeah. So, yeah, you can get really punished for it. (laughs) Great. And I wanted to make clear, yeah, what the stakes are for murder. So, yeah, start guessing. Tell me what you believe are the top 10 methods of murder. Nah, I'm good. You're going to have to or this is over. Isn't it interesting that in the United States, murder, at least first degree murder, is treated so seriously. You can get the death penalty, you can get life or multiple life sentences. And in other countries, you'll get like five years or something. 15 year minimum. So, yeah, you and then that like with either time served and then time off for good behavior. Yeah, you could. That's not too bad. In the US, you mean? No, I think that's under English law. In England, they're just, it's a slap on the wrist for murder, it sounds like. What's your take, Brandon, on murder as far as being sentenced? Let's say that someone murders someone in cold blood, premeditated. It's their first and only murder. Yeah. And they're an adult. If you were in charge of all laws, God help us, what would you do to that person as far as punishment? Just life in prison. So, you would put them in life for life? Yeah. For killing somebody? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what does he say in Unforgiven? Something like, you take away all he's got and all he's ever going to have when you kill somebody. So, yeah. Uh, Have possibility for parole. Yes. Okay. I I guess that's fair. A stupid 19-year-old can do something very, very stupid, can kill someone, you know, in the act of committing an armed robbery because he's... 19 and he's an idiot and he wasn't raised well or in a rough area and he's a poor decision maker just because he's young. And I think that when that guy is in his like late 50s and has earned a high school degree and had, you know, exemplary behavior for decades, yeah, he's probably paid his debt. All right, I'm gonna start guessing. Do it. Strangulation. Strangulation is number six. I'm sorry. Yes, it's number six. Make up your mind, Brandon. Is it six or is it not six? No, no, no. Well, I didn't have the lines drawn to the ranks and the method. So, strangulation is number six. A paltry 122 murders. (laughs) Paltry. Listen to you. In in 2010 were committed by strangulation. It makes up a little over 1% of all murders. That's it? Number six is only 1%. Well, what percent is number one? 68. Oh, my God. Okay, that has to be gun. But anyway, go ahead. Strangulation is something I think everyone knows what it means to be strangled. It's either someone's using a wire or another object to cut off the air supply around the trachea. A snake. Or perhaps even their bare hands. Or yes. You could take a snake and wrap it around someone. Yeah. Right, you would have to you would have to wield the snake. You could take a long like a really long like sex toy Ugh. and Wrap it around. So- what? Speaking just- of, well, speaking of that, that was uh, the BTK killer. He murdered through strangulation. Well, strangulation and or another method of murder, which we have not covered yet. Well, yeah, BTK and hundreds of other serial killers. But the other method which he used is very closely related to strangulation. In fact, I viewed them as one and the same, although I think there is an argument to be made for the difference. Do you want to go ahead and try to guess that one since they are so close? Is that like stuffing someone's mouth with stuff? I'm trying to remember what. Yeah. Yeah. So, he, BTK murdered both by strangulation, tightening a garrot wire around the neck, uh, but he also tortured and killed by asphyxiation. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's when he, he would put, I think he put a mask or a 
like a, he put a paper, no, I'm sorry, he put a plastic bag and then a pillowcase over that uh, so that the they couldn't poke a hole in the plastic. That's how he tortured them. He'd take them to the brink of death and then let them breathe again and then asphyxiate them again. Oh, can you imagine that? I mean, that, yeah, it's one of the most, it's an awful form of torture. Yeah, and he would do that to kids. Yeah. So, good times. What number is asphyx... Asphyxiation is number seven. So, not only closely related in terms of the method itself, but uh, also in terms of the number of murders in 2010. 98 murders in 2010 is attributed to asphyxiation, making it also 1% of the total. And something else I picked up from watching episodes of Forensic Files is that, you know, when people try to murder somebody by putting a pillow over their head and saying like, oh, he just died in his sleep. Um, the medical examiner, I think there are multiple ways to tell, but the medical examiner, the easiest way to tell is that asphyxiation tends to rupture the blood vessels in the eyes, which is like one of the telltale signs of asphyxiation. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, don't stick a pillow over somebody's head and think. One thing I noticed as I went through this list is it's very difficult to get away with murder, fortunately, uh, knowing everything we've learned from forensic files. It is interesting to think that, you know, like the, the 70s and 80s are like the golden age in America for serial killers. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, golden age in quotes. Uh, as in there were so many well-known famous serial killers at that time that got away with their crimes for a long time before for, being taken yeah, into capture. It was a, a time in which the culture bred serial killers but science and technology had not caught up yet to catch them in the same way that we do now. And uh, now we have so much more surveillance. Mm -hmm. Wow, which sounds creepy to say, but it's true. And my question for you is, do you think that there are serial killers in America that could compare with the famous ones from the 70s and 80s and we just don't know about them? Or do you think that because of forensics, those types of killers are more dissuaded from even trying to, you know what I'm trying to yeah, say? Yeah, it's a like, good question. Like, are, do we not know about them because they've successfully evaded these techniques? Right. Well, I think the Long Island serial killer is a good example of current serial killer who seems to have so far evaded modern criminal investigation and forensic work. I don't know. I mean, obviously, we're only basing that on what is publicly known and publicly available about the Long Island state killer, but they don't have them yet and it doesn't seem to be going anywhere fast. But yeah, I, th I think there are probably a few out there, a lot fewer than there used to be. If you think about someone like Israel Keys, he operated until sort of recently. Yeah. I think it's a lot more difficult to do now, but you really put your mind to it. I think you can think you can still make it happen. It is interesting and scary to think of like a Jeffrey Dahmer-esque person out there now and we just don't know about it because like we said at the top, if you're targeting let's say homeless people, which is a popular- The less dead. Yeah, the, that's a- the let, they're known as the less dead because they can go months, years or even forever without ever being noticed as having gone missing. And the efforts to solve their crimes are usually taken as less of a priority than, you know, people who have family calling and asking what's going on or people who, yep. people who were, you know, tax, <laughs> for lack of a better word, like tax payers, people who are quote unquote normal, I think get more, uh, more police treatment than those who live on the fringes of society. Yeah. 
It's kind of like how if we were hosting this podcast and you just weren't here with me for like months. Would anyone notice? It would, yeah, take a long time for anyone to notice that the sidekick host wasn't here talking back to me. I'm the less dead. Yeah. I'm the less heard. (laughs) Why don't you give me another guess? Yeah. So, these numbers are strikingly low to me. Yeah. 98 and 122. There's one here that I have to give you. I have to give you number three on this list and you just kind of hinted at the reason why I think it's important for me to give you number three. Okay. Number three on the list is other weapons or weapons not stated and that's what I referred to earlier in the episode when I said that this data is incomplete or underreported. Number three on the list, like I said, is just basically other or not stated. 874 murders in 2010 uh, were committed where the where with weapons that are not on this list and which I'm telling you is extensive and covers just about everything or the weapons were not stated in the final report. That makes up 7% of all murders in 2010. So, there's a couple reasons why I think they may not be stated or maybe listing, uh, missing from this list. Something that I noticed that is missing from this list is method by vehicle, like running somebody over, hmm. I think could possibly be an other weapon or weapon not stated. Uh, but it also makes me think there's a lot of murders committed where either because the victim is less dead or because they don't have enough evidence to form an opinion on that the weapon the weapon is either unimportant and therefore not listed or the weapon cannot be known and is therefore not, not stated. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think if you're running someone with over with a car, that's hard to hide from like the final report or whatever. So, I don't know if that would be weapon not stated. Well, what um, now granted we haven't discussed many methods yet, but let's just say hypothetically speaking, you got to murder somebody and you want to make sure that it, that you do the job, Mm -hmm. but you also don't want to get caught. Yeah. What is the most effective method, but also the safest as far as what leaves the least evidence leading back to you? Have the cops plot against you like in making a murderer? But to be honest, if you're one of our murderer listeners out there, be taking notes, I guess. Burying someone alive, maybe? I don't know. Or uh, fire, burning them alive? No. The, well, an arson investigator can usually tell like, yeah, what type of true. accelerant was used and where the fire started. Mm-hmm. And then all it takes is somebody to say like, yeah, I saw that dickhead over there. He was playing <laughs> with a can of gas. Yeah. I think the only way you can really murder somebody and get away with it is if you want to murder someone who regularly does dangerous hiking and then you hide oh. in the bushes in a dangerous spot and then you yeah. just jump out and push them. Like off a cliff? Yeah. You got to f- hate someone enough. You have to have an enemy that happens to like to hike a lot. <laughs> right. I mean. Or unless you're a random killer like a serial killer but. <laughs> you just want <laughs> you just pick a spot. It sounds like something I would do in like Grand Theft Auto 5 is just wait for like a, at a special spot where hikers or joggers come by and then just jump out and push them off a cliff until I have a pile of bodies at the bottom of random non-playable characters that I've thrown off of the cliff. You got to wait. You got to be somewhere that's secluded enough to where no one will ever see you do it. Mm-hmm. I think you, Brandon, would have trouble with this method of murder because they would hear you. <laughs> 
eating hot dogs in the bushes before. Like that gif of the gorilla who's <laughs> who's chewing and looking around, that really short gif. That's me and the- I know exactly who you're talking. You'll have to, maybe this should be the preview clip and you sync up me. Yep. With that chewing gorilla. If you want to f- find a way to Nick's heart, you find a gif of a gorilla or a monkey. Monkey gifs. Yeah. Hashtag monkey gifs. Well, I think that is a good way to kill someone. So, we'll try it out sometime. See how it goes. How about another guess from this list? Okay. Is pushing someone off a cliff on the top 10 or a building? I think so. My guess is it would be covered under number four, which is personal weapons, hands, Fists, feet, etc. No, that's not cliff pushing. Well, you would use your hands to push them. Yeah, but you could also use your hands to just slap them to death like in Goldeneye. Right. But if you use your hands... Or if you're a karate master, chop them in the throat. That counts. That's a personal... That's using your hands as a personal weapon. Now, is this taking into account accidental murders? Because you could just be yes. running around dancing yes. and you hit someone just right on accident right. with your feet or your hand. If it's murder, it's or your butt. it's on here. But get this, personal weapons, your hands, your fists, your feet, your body, what you got on you, your mitts. Your butt. Is number four on the list. That's high. 745 murders committed in 2010 with people's bare hands or feet. Or butt. That is still only 6% of all murders in the U.S. that year. Or they're winky. Now, yeah, you could beat someone together with your dick. (laughs) Now, let me tell you some... O.J. Mudbone definitely could. Now, let me tell you some sad stories about murder by personal weapons. Yeah, make me sad. These are sad. Uh, Kelly Thomas was a 37-year-old homeless man diagnosed with schizophrenia who lived on the streets of Fullerton, California. He was beaten to death by six members of the Fullerton Police Department on July 5th, 2011. Had you ever heard about this guy before? I completely missed this. Not, it doesn't sound familiar. Medical no. records indicate that the bones in his face were broken and he choked on his own blood. His thorax was also compressed, which prevented breathing. He was removed from life support after five days and died on July 10th. Now, there is video of cops were trying to put his hands behind his back and he was saying like, I'm trying, I'm trying and then they tased him a bunch of times which usually makes you unable to do anything and Mm. then a cop is seen putting rubber gloves on and saying, you see my fists? They're going to fuck you up. (laughs) Why do cops do this when they're on tape? I mean... I mean, yeah, why do they do it period but why do they also do it when they're being recorded? It's because they think they're untouchable. I guess. Well, uh, they well, are. S- some do. I'm not like blanket statement. I'm saying. Uh, yeah, they were all found not guilty. Really? Yeah. Shit. What, what year is this? 2011. Wow. Yeah. Is this before or after the whole Police Lives Matter movement? I don't know. I feel like it's probably one of many leading up to it. Yeah. Uh, so, also, Lucas Leonard. Now, this doesn't involve the police. This doesn't involve hating on police. I realize not all police beat people to death. So, that's not what we're... But these six guys did. Uh, but this... We're, now, we're getting away from police and we're talking about guy Lucas Leonard. He was 19 years old when he died. Well, I missed the, uh, I missed the date on that. But it was within the last few years. Uh, he died from injuries sustained during an hours-long counseling session at his church. The Word of Life Christian Church in New Hartford, New York. Oh my God. He and his brother who survived, his brother survived with severe injuries, were beaten repeatedly 
by churchgoers, by the parishioners during this session. Among them were their own parents and older sister. Lucas had expressed something about wanting to leave the church, and about 30 parishioners beat them for 14 hours. What in the hell? And it ended only when they thought Lucas was dead. He died at the hospital the next day from multiple contusions to the torso and extremities, including blows to the genital area. He wanted to leave the church? Yeah, so they... What church? What kind of church? It was the Word of Life Christian... Yeah, it was a Christian church. I mean, how... God. I just yesterday saw a video of this. I'd never seen it. Maybe it's a well-known video, but I'd never seen it. This woman is at church confessing, not not confessing like in a in a priest, you know, in a little Catholic box. Right, kind but of like giving her testimony. Giving a testimony on stage with the pastor. There's a crowd there. And she's talking about receiving <laughs> receiving oral sex and she's crying. And they all are like gasping and she's acting so ashamed. And they all start yelling, aggressively praying for mm-hmm. her. And then the pastor is throwing holy water at her private area and oh. like yelling. And she's like shaking as if the Holy Spirit's moving through her. Burning her cooter. Yeah. <laughs> Starting at the coochie, going throughout and she's like convulsing and- Holy moly. And there's like hundreds of people there. It's scary. That shit's scary. I don't know how they justify it because I- just, she, better, she ought to be glad they're not snake handlers. <laughs> well, let me tell you a happy story about someone getting beaten to death. <laughs> Please. This is the best beaten to death story. By the way, L- Larry Leonard, what was his name? Lucas Leonard. Lucas Leonard? That is like the perfect Hollywood name. It is. He's got a good name. Poor guy. Yeah. Shout out to Lucas Leonard. That was not very Christian what they did, Lucas. No. So, go ahead with your happy so Here's my happy story. story about someone getting beaten to death. A few years ago, you may remember this from the news, I certainly did, that's why I sought this story out, a Texas rancher beat his daughter's accused molester to death moments after he discovered the man raping the five-year-old girl. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Well, that still doesn't make me happy. Let me get to the happy part. Okay. He beat him to death with his bare hands and then he called 911. He said, I need an ambulance. This guy was raping my daughter and I don't know what to do. Come on, this guy is going to die on me. I don't know what to do. And he did die. He was not even arrested and he was never charged. Really? No. That really surprised now, me. Actually, technically, it's not a happy story because I get the strong suspicion that this man probably suffers from the trauma of what he saw. I'm sure obviously his daughter suffered and probably still does but it's not, I'm sure he did not have, it's not a happy story for him but. Let's take back can you renege on your statement that this is a happy story? I still stand by that this is a happy story and that there are instances in which a man can be beaten to death or you can cheer. What state was this in? Texas. Okay. I don't know if that would fly in as far as not him not getting in trouble in most states. No, but I, I got to side with Texas on this one. From your description, it sounds like it wasn't intentional murder. No, he it was. Uh, yeah. He had an understandably emotional reaction to seeing that. He wanted to stop it and prevent it. And I'm sure that the primal part of his brain took over for a few minutes, but he immediately, like, the 911 transcript indicates that he did not want the man to die, but he did. Just like, oh, what's his name in the staircase, Michael. Peterson or... Uh... Yeah, a little bit different than uh, Michael <laughs> Peterson's call saying like, I, I, it's, looks, it's looking bad and then a click. 
Or just answering and being like, <laughs> click. Oh, Michael Peterson, listener of the show. Do you, uh, did you know, it's an urban legend that you can get your hands registered as lethal weapons. No, I didn't know. Yeah, it's not true. Thanks for telling me. So, what about people dying from feet? Because you said personal weapons, hands and feet. You could get stomped on and kicked. Is it possible that this includes someone taking off their shoes and socks and, I mean, that's it. The other person stood no chance. Oh, like... Because I, th- I think my dad could probably kill someone by doing that. Oh. Or that guy at the airport that we saw, remember? Oh, my God. Yeah, that guy's feet almost killed me and I didn't even smell him. From our Q&A episode, episode 45, we talked about this guy at the airport whose feet were like troll feet. He was wearing open-toed sandals. He had the feet of an old koala. That guy could kill someone just by getting his foot a little too close to your face. He could use his nails like Freddy Krueger and they'd infect you with fungus. Disgusting feet but one hell of an ass, I have to, I have to admit. So, personal weapons, hands, feet. Let's do arson next. Arson would be fire. Fire is number eight. The eighth most okay. popular method of murder, 700, I'm sorry. <laughs> eighth most popular. 70. <laughs> Should we name this episode the most popular ways to murder someone? No, because po- some of them might be popular among people who aren't murderers. Right. And we didn't account for those. These are just most popular among murderers. It's a very specific. Right. Not murder spectators. 74 murders committed by fire in 2010 is, again, just 1% of all murders committed by fire. So, this would include someone burning their house down with like a bunch of people inside. Exactly. This is burning someone who has not already been killed by another means. Hmm. Every few years, it seems like there's some asshole, white, middle-class suburban father who goes nuts and kills his whole family and then burns the house down. Right. And... From our Most Wanted episode, FBI's Most Wanted episode, there was a guy that did that. So, I think those like, those would actually count as... Like the original method of murder, if they, he shot his family, they would say that they were killed by a firearm. The fire was only to cover up those crimes. So, these, when you're talking about fire, we're talking about 74 murders committed by like trapping somebody in something or tying them up or whatever and setting them on fire. 74, I mean, think about the Bever brothers in Broken Air. So, there was a, two teenage age brothers that killed most of their family one night. Mm -hmm. Uh, They had like four or five brothers and sisters and their parents here in the Tulsa, Oklahoma area. This was like two years ago or so. I mean, that's five murders on one night. Yeah. And there's only 74 fire murders in a year. That's... Now, granted... I guess I should be happy that there's not that many there could, <laughs> murders. Uh, there, there could be a decent proportion of all of these murders that are attributed to number three, which was other weapons or weapons not stated. Okay. But confirmed 74 by fire. Yeah. And I've read that when you burn up, you either die by sh- from shock or from as- actually uh, from asphyxiation, basically asphyxiating on the smoke coming off your own body. I think it's true that when you're burning, like let's say you're engulfed in flames, Mm -hmm. your mind is racing and basically you go insane in those few seconds. So, you're not even like totally aware of what's happening while it's happening. After your nerve endings are burned off, I'm sure that there are some odd sensations but I would guess that the physical sensation of burning recedes into something that I would assume is equally horrible, some sort of shock that's just... Yeah, I would think that you are just... 
that your brain can't even comprehend what's happening and you're just getting a little glimpse of pieces like, I can't fucking believe this is happening. Oh my God. You know, there's some sicko out there that has like a flame fire fetish and will like allow himself to burn little bits of his skin. Yeah. Like Mr. Joshua in Lethal Weapon. Sure. Gary Busey played Mr. Joshua and as a show of his allegiance, loyalty and strength to the bad guy, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Mr. Joshua held his forearm out and his boss lit a lighter under it and just, you know, just burned his arm for a while until he was done burning it and Mr. Joshua just stood there and took it. Man, what a badass. It wasn't Hollywood magic. He really burned himself. I knew a kid in the 11th grade, much earlier in his life, he had done damage to his hand somehow. I don't remember how, but all the, he couldn't feel anything in his hand. So, we would like take books and rulers and our feet and just beat the shit out of his hand and he couldn't feel anything. You little psychos. And it was pretty hot. <laughs> I'll say that, um, you know, the serial, what do they call that? The serial killer triad? The McDonald triad. Yeah, that's, so for those that aren't- Sickos. Well, for those of you that aren't sickos that are intrigued by serial killers like Brandon and myself, there's this McDonald triad which is the three- tenants of almost every serial killer. Three behaviors exhibited in childhood that are strong indicators. Most serial killers meet these three criteria. Yeah. And it's arson or playing with fire. Mm -hmm. It's wetting the bed. Mm -hmm. And it's hurting animals as a child. Yeah. Arson, hurting animals. You can kill with all those. What about wetting the bed? Has anyone ever been murdered by drowning in Bed urine. Drowning is the 11th most common method of murder. Oh, that's kind of low. Uh, with 10 confirmed murders by drowning in 2010, it is 0% of the total. But worth noting because, like, God bless, how do you murder or drown someone? Like you, well, in Lethal Weapon 2, oh, God. they put Mel Gibson's character Riggs in a straitjacket and threw him into the LA River and when he was down there under the water, he saw his new girlfriend. Also, mm. she had been chained up and tied to like a block or something so she was floating dead down there and then he got, you know, all pissed off. He knocked his shoulder out of socket, wriggled out of the straight jacket, jumped up, beat the shit out of the bad guy, used the, yep. used the car door which I guess is vehicular murder to subdue and murder the bad guy and then popped his shoulder back into socket. Do you want to, I mean. So, you have to, I'm saying you have to tie them up to something heavy. Yeah, the mob does that. They throw you in. Yeah. But since we're here, do you want to just go ahead and do the entire synopsis of Lethal Weapon 2, maybe do the dialogue well, I'm trying to well. give people real world examples. That's not a real world example. And these are real world examples that most people are familiar with. Hollywood example. But, you know, in contrast to burning alive, we just talked about how your mind is racing. You're probably not even able to comprehend what's happening. Mm -hmm. That's not true with drowning because you're very aware of the panic that you're feeling struggling to Panic breathe. and then I'm sure at some point there's just this like, this is it. I need to just be still now because it's now it's over. I'm blinking out. Ooh. Yeah, drowning would be pretty awful. Unlike fire, which is not- <laughs> sounds not too bad. Yeah. Isn't there some statistic about like every person 
at least X times in your life you walk past someone that's killed somebody else. Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. you think about people, I don't know the stat. people who served in the military and like were. Yeah, you wait, know, are those not on the murder list? I guess. No, that's uh, when it's in a when it's in war, it's legal. I see. It's all cool. There's still rules. Like you can't murder too nasty. You can't like murder with biological weapons. But if you shoot somebody in the face, that's totally fine. Now, when you say biological, does that include like poo-poo? Biological weapons. Okay, so I need 1, 2, 5, 9, 10, 12. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of saving number one, but I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Yeah. Why don't we go with stabbing? Yeah. Stabbing. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't have got so excited. <laughs> stabbing is number two. Knives or cutting instruments is number two on the list. 1,704 murders in 2010 connected to knives or cutting instruments. That makes up 13% of the murders that year. 13%. Now, I, I didn't concentrate so much uh, with my notes on cutting or slicing, although I can think of two great examples off the top of my head. One, you just mentioned the Bever family murders in our, in our quiet suburb of Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. I think that's worth... Look that case up, by the way, if you haven't heard yeah, it's, it. Yeah, it's, it's worth uh, an episode all on its own, if maybe a bonus episode or something later coming up. But two brothers murdered their whole family one night. And it's a fascinating, sad, creepy story. And also, OJ did that. Remember OJ? <laughs> yes. Hot take. He cut those people up. But no, I, I concentrated on stabbing. So I thought there were some really interesting historical examples of stabbing because stabbing has been very common throughout human history as a method of murder. It was popularly mm. a method, uh, a means to assassinate a number of distinguished historical figures such as the second caliph Umar and Roman emperors Julius Caesar and Caligula. The one of those you probably haven't heard of, heard of is the second caliph Umar, right? He was the second religious leader, like the Byzantine area, something like sure. that. Sure. Of course. He was attacked while leading morning prayers. So, the leader, religious leader of, the, of this empire was leading morning prayers as the Pope does in the Vatican and a former Persian slave ran up and stabbed him. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, six times? Six times in the tummy. In the <laughs> wait, <laughs> in the belly. It says the belly. Is the tummy the tummy's your word? Yeah, the belly okay. was the Wikipedia word. Did the Wikipedia article or the sci or the history book you read this out of say in his tum tum? It was illustrated with Muppet versions of all these guys. <laughs> uh, he died three days later. Now you know who Julius Caesar is, right? That's the monkey oh in God. Planet of the Apes. What, tell right? me what you know about Julius Caesar. He was a Roman emperor. Mm -hmm. And he wore the leaf halo thing on his head. Okay. And he wore a white robe. Right. And he was killed by his trusted friend or advisor, Brutus, mm -hmm. as far as legend says. Right. Well, there's also the famous Shakespeare play, right? Yes. But Caesar. he came back and he got stabbed 23 times. By his own by like, a group team, of right? senators. It was a whole group yeah. of senators on the lower steps of the Senate chamber. The physician who examined him later established that only one of those wounds had been lethal. So, all these guys stood around him, stabbed him 23 times. Well, this times. is according to like 
hokey dokey science in like a billion BC, right? Yeah, they stuck a leech on his dick and were like, oh, this must have been the lethal <laughs> one. Well, Caligula died the same way. Now, Caligula was the emperor who was like, he's buck nasty. And he had orgies and food orgies and... Food orgies? What the hell does that mean? The, where they would like eat a whole bunch and throw up so they could keep on eating. Well, what does that have to do with an orgy? An orgy of food and probably some fucking. Oh. Well, my only reference for Caligula is in the Seinfeld episode where George tries to combine <laughs> food and sex. <laughs> right, exactly. And he starts getting flustered from eating french fries and Jerry calls him Caligula. So, He's there you a, go. Yeah, food orgy. There's our Seinfeld reference for the episode. OJ preferred cutting and so do terrorists in Europe and the UK. It's a, a popular method of terrorism in the UK and Europe is to run around with a knife and cut and stab people. Death from stabbing is caused by shock, severe blood loss, infection, or loss of function of an essential organ such as the heart and or lungs. Or the, the sphincter. You get, if you got stabbed in the asshole, I guarantee you would die. And there are plenty of people in history who would testify to that. Now, maybe other weapons would include Mr. Hands murdering himself via, well, you can look up Mr. Hands if you don't know the story. Um, what, what were we talking about? <laughs> I forgot. We got, you're about to make another guess. Oh, okay. Now, think about the different ways in which maybe you've heard about a serial killer murdering someone. There's some, a few methods that we've not talked about yet. One of them, I can tell you, is a popular method among black widows. Not black widow, well, actually black widow the spider and then black widow the a female murderer. Black widow the spider, poison? Poison is the 10th most popular uh, method. I would not have thought, first of all, isn't the black widow have venom? Well, no. venom is poisonous, right? It's poison. Well, we should ask our friends at the LA Not So Confidential podcast. They probably know the answer to that, but I would not have guessed poisons in the top 12. Well, it, uh, it, only 11 murders in 2010 are attributed to poison. It's, again, 0% of the total. But it is commonly used by, in those stories about, you know, women who kill, especially women who like seduce someone. God, that's so sexy. <laughs> they like to use poison. I think because it's, well, nonviolent and... Nonviolent, yeah. At least not when you're doing it. Right. The, the person the vomiting pers their blood out and guts out. So, the person dying, it's decidedly violent. Uh, but I think it can also be hidden. I guess if it was hidden easier, then they wouldn't have counted it as a murder. So, the number is probably a lot higher. Yeah, that's true. Well, aren't there poisons that are undetectable by forensics. Yeah, I'm sure all That's the... what happens in uh, Breaking Bad with Walt and I guess spoilers, but Walter uh, poisons Oh, with that Brock. special plant? Yeah, and it's Oh, and there's ricin too. Yeah, ricin. So, yeah, that's Breaking Bad. But for poison, how much of this do you think is like true murderous poison? Like you have to buy it on the black market or something versus just concocting like household cleaning supplies or something. It's such a low number. I would, I think that if you're going to go to the trouble to like concoct something like to find a uh, poison apothecary or a sorcerer to like make you something, I think you're probably not going to get caught. So, my guess is that the 11 murder by poisonings were caused by people who were using like rat poison or yep. shit around the house. I wonder how this list would change and where poison would rank if we were talking about most common attempted murders because I'll bet poison might be higher on that list. Yeah. I know when I've attempted to poison you 
Uh, it's never worked. It hasn't worked yet. So, it's not as easy as it sounds. I do have a pretty strong tummy. Oh, God. Well, All right. You're missing number five, number nine, number 12, and number one. Well, again, I know what one is but I'm going to save it for the last. Let me think here. You're missing a big one. You're missing a, a one that seems very obvious when you are. Object to the head or would that be included under other weapons? No, an object to the head, a blunt object. Blunt objects, number five. How is that different than number three, other weapons? Because it's other weapons or weapons not stated. If the weapon was stated as a blunt instrument, then oh, okay. it would be ranked as number five. So, blunt. Number five is blunt instruments such as clubs, hammers, etc. That's from FBI. Clubs and hammers were what they live, led with. 540 murders committed in 2010 attributed to blunt objects. That's 4%. Only 4% of murders from beating your ass to death. He's going to bring a bat out here and beat your ass to death with it. Beat your ass or your head. I have to say, you mentioned hammer. Taking a hammer to someone's head, in most cases, this is, you know, well known, but in most cases, murder is someone you know. Imagine taking a hammer to someone you know, perhaps someone that trusts you or loves you, uh, perhaps a family member and taking a hammer to their head. It's just so violent and like visceral and there's nothing sneaky about it. You know what I mean? Like you're going you're gonna to live with that murder for the rest of your life. I recently listened through all of the Beatles albums with my six-year-old on a road trip. And when we got to Abbey Road, he was transfixed by the song Maxwell's Silver Hammer in which Paul McCartney describes a young medical student going on a killing spree <laughs> with a silver hammer. And when it, basically when anybody presents a, an obstacle or even a challenge to him, he just comes up behind him and bops them on the head with a hammer. <laughs> well, I don't think he bops them on the head, but I get your point. Well, he bang, 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 bang went his uh, hammer. He, and he loved that. He loves that song. What do you uh, think the odds are that MC Hammer... Oh, no. Murdered someone with a hammer. Maybe the MC stands for murdered... Children. Murder... <laughs> let's see. Let's look up how Hammer <laughs> got the name Hammer. Murdered children. I mean, you just went right for it there. Was it, was it from murdering children <laughs> with a hammer? I mean, we can't rule it out. But even if the, the, the interwebs don't tell you that that's what happened, it doesn't mean it's not. He could be hiding it. His real name is Stanley Kirk Burrell. Okay, I nicknamed him Hammer because he looked like Hank Aaron, whose nickname was The Hammer. So, he got his nickname because someone at a baseball clubhouse used Hank Aaron's nickname on him. So, now- Where's the MC? That's Master of Ceremonies. MC, MCA. Yeah, he should have used, he should have used his real, you said his real name, Stanley? Stanley Hammer Stanley just sounds like a something, sounds like a brand of hammer you'd buy at the hardware store. Well, Stanley is a brand of tools. Right. Yeah. That's you know that because you're a real man. I guess I'll take that. You know, I was being sarcastic. So, yeah, he got it from Hank Aaron and I don't know why Hank Aaron was called the hammer. Let me see if I can find out what Hank Aaron- Maybe he's the one murdering children with hammers. Yeah. Why don't we just run, instead of looking at it, why don't we just run with that and report it as fact and see how it goes? Oh, it's because he- because he hit the ball. He hammered yeah. the ball. This is suddenly becoming very boring. Well, he didn't... Nobody, neither Hank Aaron nor MC Hammer have murdered children with a hammer. As far as we know. As far as Wikipedia says. Have you seen The Mask with Jim Carrey? Not in a very long time. Well, there's a part... Me either, but I still remember there's a part in the beginning where the bad guy, who's like a mob boss type guy, 
is mad at someone and he makes them... Oh, no, he's the one that this happens to. He has to lay down and put a golf tee in his mouth. Mm-hmm. And then the bigger bad guy oh, hits right. a golf ball, swings the club, hits... I think anyone's been murdered like that. Yeah, I almost got my um, head clocked with a golf ball when I, or with a golf club when I was a kid. Maybe that's what's wrong with you. I was a kid, I was showing my neighbor how to hit a golf ball and he missed and hit my uh, face instead. And I get stitches in my chin. Or like Happy Gilmore at the beginning when he's hitting the golf balls in the neighborhood and they <laughs> keep hitting that same house and hitting those pe- <laughs> Those people will be dead, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then one guy gets hit and then falls, I think it's the lady, gets hit and then falls <gasps> out the window. <laughs> Into the bushes. <laughs> They don't make golf. They don't make golf movies like they used to, do they, Brandon? No, they don't. So you're now missing number one, number nine, and number twelve. Is there any? Okay, so I'm gonna get dark here for a minute. I'm gonna have to give you some clues when we get to when you try for nine and twelve. I think. Is there anything like sexual? Like no. Okay. Okay. What about um, burying someone alive? No, it's not on here. What about? I think I could make one sound. With my mouth and you would guess. Okay, do it. it. And this is by far the lowest one. There are only four murders in 2010 attributed to... Bomb? Explosions? Explosions. Explosives. Who's murdering one person with an explosion? In The Godfather, the... Hang on. Did you misspeak? Did you not want to do a Lethal Weapon 2 reference here? Well, they also tried to murder Roger Murtaugh in Lethal Weapon 2 by planting a bomb on the to- on his toilet. Well, do you remember Uncle Leo opened Jerry's package and there was a bomb and it blew his eyebrows off? Right. So, that happened. F- only four the people. The Unabomber would have murdered, would have fit in here. Yeah. Cool. Explosives. Only four people. Only four. You only, only four. matter... Zero percent on this list if you were murdered by... You're literally zero percent, yeah. So, number nine, to me, number nine is like strangulation and asphyxiation are so closely related. I think number nine and poison, number 10, are also extremely similarly related and there's probably a lot of overlap. Between nine and 10? Yes. 10 is poison? Yeah. What is very similar would produce very similar effects to poisoning someone. Like an injection. Right. Narcotics. Narcotics. Okay. Narcotics used as a murder method is number nine. And that's why like, I'm sorry I had to give you some pretty strong hints, but it's to me, narcotics, I don't know. To me, the difference between that and poisoning someone is semantics. We know that you are the authority on this, not the FBI. So, (laughs) right. What's the number on narcotics? 39 people. So, 11 people in 2010 murdered by poison, 39 specifically murdered by narcotics. Would that be like intentionally causing someone to OD? Yeah, I think so. Or maybe if you, they thought that they were sniffing cocaine and you switched it with heroin. Maybe the Nintendo Switch for their next ad campaign should do something about switching cocaine with heroin and likening it to switching from TV play to handheld play. What do you think? Uh, We have a lot of Nintendo executives listening right now, so that's a free idea for you. I mean, run with it. Yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't try to run with this one. Uh, Well, I can think of a few reasons why they wouldn't run with it. There's one left. Yeah, it's... uh, The elephant in the room. We're talking United States, so number Uh one has to be... Guns. Firearms, Firearms is number one. 
Yeah, firearms is the most, and I, I think we can use the word popular when we're talking about the U.S., the most popular method of murdering somebody in the year 2010 was murder by firearm. 8,775 murders. 68% of all murders in 2010 committed by guns. We don't have a gun problem here. Well, this is before Obama got in office and took away everybody's guns. <laughs> So, now we don't have these problems anymore, but back when we had them, U.S. ranks first in the estimated number of civilian firearms per 100 persons. So, for every 100 people in the U.S., there are 120.5 guns owned by civilians. The next highest ranked country is the Falkland Islands <laughs> with 66.7. So, for every 100 people on their island, Half as many own a firearm. Yemen is the next uh, highest rate of civilian gun ownership, 52.8 people out of every 100. What's the next, after US, the next first world developed country? That, Canada yeah. at 34.7 guns per 100 people. Okay. And we have 120. For every three people, they could share a gun. In America, every person could have one gun and another that they share between them and five other people. I can hear the clicks of podcasts being turned off by all of our... Uh, Non-data nerds? Right. No. By all our right-wing red state oh, listeners. Well, if you don't like facts, uh, I guess if you don't like facts, this has been a good last few years for you. Yeah. So, in the UK, for every 100 people, there are 4.9 firearms. That means every 20 people there share a gun. And in Japan, the rate is 0 0.3 guns per 100 people. Uh, how many... Deaths and murders by guns does Japan have? Probably zero. Probably I zero. Mean, it's funny how that works, huh? Now, Americans equal 4% of the world's population, but we own 46% of the global stock of civilian firearms. These stats are just killing me. I don't know how people listen to this stuff and think. I've heard people say, without joking, that the solution to America's gun violence problem- It's a bunch of more guns. Is to get more guns in more hands. So to, every, to cancel out, yeah, you have a good gun to cancel out a bad gun. Yeah, every, if everyone's carrying a gun, you're not going to shoot someone because they could shoot you back. <laughs> hold like, on, hold on, right there. I need to go pause the Roomba. Okay. I hope you know this has been like the most American two minutes in podcasting history because we're talking about our gun violence problem that hasn't been solved and then you need to pause from recording on your expensive podcast microphone to go pause your Roomba, which is uh -huh. automatically cleaning your home. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was scaring Chewy the dog too. Can't have that. So, he's in here. So, um, I looked up what is it like to get shot. From people who have been shot, how does that feel? And the common answer not good? Yeah, is that it's bad. It, they say it's like getting hit with a sledgehammer or a baseball bat because of the force that's accompanying the bullet and that once the initial adrenaline wears off, it feels like a burning piece of coal or metal in your flesh. Mm. So, you don't want to get shot. You don't want to get shot. The son of Sam in the Zodiac, a lot of serial killers like to use knives or strangulation because- it's more personal. Because it's more personal. But some serial killers do use guns. Son of Sam used yeah. a handgun, I think a 38 special. And the Zodiac also committed some of his murders with firearms, although he also murdered by knife. 
Which is inconsistent. Usually a serial killer will have the same murder weapon for most, if not all of their murders. Right. And for, for those, for the uninitiated in serial killer history, a large chunk of serial killers, at least in America, are motivated by sexual deviancy. So, they, most serial killers are not murdering like to get away with bank robberies or something. They're murdering because they get turned on by the personal overpowering nature of killing someone up close with a knife or strangulation. So, a gun is kind of uncommon among serial killers. Or a product killer, someone who's killing specifically so that they can have a body. Like Jeffrey Dahmer. Right. Less also unlikely to use a gun because it damages the body. Right. Now, the top firearm used in murder is handguns. Handguns alone make up 46% of all murders. Now, if a handgun for those who, I mean, are there people who don't know what a handgun is? That's the little one you can hold in your hand and go pow, 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 like a revolver or a pistol. Okay. The next type is unfortunately type not stated. So, those are murders where a gun was used but the type of gun for whatever reason was not recorded or stated. That makes up about 15% and then then shotguns, then rifles and then other guns. What about bazookas? I think that would fall under other guns. Okay. Uh, But I thought it was interesting shotguns before rifles. Hmm, Yeah. Rifles do get a lot of bad press when it comes to gun (laughs) violence. Justice for rifles, hashtag. But uh, handguns are our real problem when it comes to, our biggest problem when it comes to murder. Says you, libtard. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, there you have it. Those are the top 12 most common methods of murder. You have an agenda to take my guns away. So, I'm, I might not publish this podcast episode today. I don't want you spreading that propaganda. If a whole bunch of children getting murdered at school uh, is not enough to get your guns taken away, then this podcast is not going to do it. Yep. Let's go through the top 10. Let's go through that top 10. The 12th most common method of murder for the year 20... <laughs> Let's go through the top 10 and then you start at number 12. <laughs> no, I'm going to do, do top 10 starting at number 12. Yep. Explosives is number 12. 11 is drowning. Number 10, poison. 9, narcotics. Number 6, fire. Number 7, asphyxiation. Number 6, asphyxiation's ugly brother, strangulation. Number 5, blunt objects like clubs and hammers. Number 4, personal weapons, hands, fists and feet. And butts. And then butts. Number three is other weapons or weapons not stated. Number two, knives or cutting instruments. Knives or stabbing weapons. And number one, firearms. 68% of all murders in the year 2010 committed with a firearm. So, I thought um, what might be fun to kind of round out this list is, um, we've already done a little bit of this, but let's go back through the top 12 and talk about famous killers in history that have used each method of murder. Well, explosives, the rival mob in Godfather used explosives. Unabomber. Unabomber. I think, so there's, in 2010, you said there's four murders by explosives. I think the Unabomber did around four himself. I think he was caught before 2010 though. No, oh, I know that. I'm saying like he did more than that in his career of... I think he killed, I want to say he killed... He killed like two or three and injured like dozens or something. Yeah, he killed three people and injured 23 others. Yeah, okay. Next is drowning. I can't think of a famous... Well, you know, there was the Yates mother that drowned her five children in the bathtub. Ooh, yeah, that's... 
Yeah, and I, I don't enjoy reporting on that, but that's, that did happen. Ten Poison, you mentioned the Black Widow. Why don't you name a few? Didn't they do all of these to... We could have just named um, Rasputin. <laughs> I almost said Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> we could have just named Rasputin because I... Th- <laughs> I think they did all of these to Rumpelstiltskin. I don't think I've heard the word or thought about the word Rumpelstiltskin in like 20 years. So, congratulations on getting a Rumpelstiltskin shout out on today's he is, episode. He is fucking hard to kill. <laughs> that little squirt. Uh, I know that they poisoned uh, Rasputin and that didn't work. I think Russia commonly poisons their enemies like such as journalists. Yeah. Uh, what's a narcotic killer? I mean, if Michael Jackson's doctor tried to murder him, then he definitely did it by Was narcotic. he charged with the murder? I think he was Manslaughter, charged with maybe. something. Let's see. Uh, Michael Jackson doctor. His, uh, his name is Dr. Conrad Robert Murray. He's from Granada. Former cardiologist and personal physician of Michael Jackson at the time of the singer's death in, 20, in 2009. So, he would have been in the 2009. He was convicted for involuntary manslaughter, which is, is that, does it count as a murder? It has to, right? Yeah. Isn't, you said manslaughter is one of the three degrees of murder. Yeah. So, he murdered with narcotics. There you go. There you go. Propofol. Fire. We have, uh, what's that black widow that was um, in the, in that last podcast is covering right now? Bell Gunnis. Yeah, Bell Gunnis. We, we covered her too on our serial killer episode back in episode eight. Yeah. Asphyxiation, that would be uh, Dahmer, right? Did he asphyxiate? Didn't he? Because he wanted to preserve the bodies. Well, I thought he was drilling holes in their heads and well, shit. Well, that's, that's not how they died though. Oh. No, I, when I think of asphyxiation, I think of BTK putting the Yeah, that's true. John Wayne Gacy too would... Oh, well, he strangled actually. He used his rope. Yeah. Rope trick to strangle. So, BTK also did strangulation. Yeah. Blunt instruments to the head, number five. Uh, Golden State Killer, he killed by firearm, but he also killed by blunt object. I think at least two mm-hmm. victims that I know of, including the last one, were killed by blunt force trauma. Personal weapons, hands and feet. Um, Jackie Chan's probably killed a few people <laughs> with his feet. Steven Seagal's done it with his <laughs> fat ass. Steven Seagal. Other weapons or weapons not stated, I mean... That one is just a, I guess, a catch-all. I would love to know what kind of weapons fall under other that were stated. Knives or cutting instruments, number two. I mean, wasn't Richard Ramirez a knife guy? He might have been strangled. I think so. Uh, Zodiac also stabbed OJ. OJ. Okay. And then firearms, we already said, Son of Sam. God bless. Where to fucking start? (laughs) With all the murderers we know of. All the school shootings, Columbine. Well, speaking of... The guy in Vegas, what was his name? Stephen... Haddock. Yeah. So, speaking of, in coming up with this topic, I found a lot of other interesting crime statistics. So, maybe I should either put this out to uh, you, Nick, and uh, maybe also our listeners. Would you like me to go on a... Uh, We could call it a crime spree. Would you like me to go on a crime spree and that my next few lists would all be crime related? Maybe we want to switch that up and look at other topics. Uh, Maybe you guys are bloodthirsty for true crime just like me. So, let us know. Yeah, let's let's do that. Weigh in after listening. You can contact us on Twitter at at Tennis Pod. Yep. 
one zero ishpod, or you can get me at sidekick host or Nick at Nick underscore M-L-E-M-E-L. Hit us up on Twitter after you hear this or reply to uh, one of our tweets and let us know if you're interested in going on a crime spree, a listening crime spree. Yeah, let's, let's, an, let's clarify. Not, you don't want... Don't commit to an act, committing an actual crime spree. Would you want, like to go on a spree of listening and learning about true crime? Yeah. If the Bever brothers have Twitters, they're like hitting reply furiously to say, yes, crime spree. <laughs> yeah, let us know. You can follow us Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at TennisPod. You can also send us an email direct if you just want to hit us up one-on-one at TennisPod at gmail.com. If you say you want to save it, I'll save these for another day. Yeah. Why don't we end the episode today with uh, some Apple podcast reviews? Something happy instead of something murdery. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Oh, shit. Okay. What we're doing is we're reading reviews submitted by listeners like you, just like you, Johnny and Billy and Sally. These people have left reviews for us on Apple Podcasts. You can do the same by going to the Apple Podcasts app on any iPhone or iPad. And rating us five stars and leaving a review. We're going to read two today. First one is from the Boar Meets World podcast, which is a Boy Meets World related podcast. Brandon hates, despises, loathes Boys Meets World. That's not true. Send all of your hate tweets to Brandon at Sidekick Host on Twitter. But the Boar Meets World podcast left us a review and they said this is a top 10 podcast. And then they say, quote, better than top 10, perhaps. This is a super fun listen, random 10 lists. Broken down and funniness throughout. Great show, fun hosts. I like it. I like, that's just a really good way to end the review. I like it. Fun hosts, I think he meant fun star host and fun sidekick host. Mm-mm, he didn't specify. He also, he did not specify. Uh, you're assuming their gender. Sorry. It is a guy though. And he did say this is a super fun listen. And random tenless, broken down, and funniness throughout. Do you think he thought this episode had funniness throughout? All the murder and violence. There were some moments, but I mean, there's also, there's a whole range of emotions. Yeah, sadness throughout, emptiness throughout, remorse. Longing. Empathy, longing, shame as an American. Lots of fun smells. feelings. Uh, smells, the guy with the feet in the airport. Thank you, Boar Meets World. And now I'm going to go to our most recent review. Okay, our most recent review comes from Tobias from Great Britain. They said, quote, great concept, brilliantly delivered. Hell yeah. Only recently found this. It's really rather ace. Two pals going through different top 10 lists. It's genuinely funny, smart stuff, and well worth your time. Brandon, is that the first time you've ever been called smart or ace? It's the first time I've been called worth time. Well, we thought it was well worth our time to read your review, Tobias, from yeah, Great thank Britain. you. Thank you very much. Um, Brandon, this has been episode 49 and next week is episode 50, which is mm-hmm. my list and I have plenty of hashtag Nick's notes on a surprise topic for next week. Shit. Brandon, anything else we should say? Thank you. All right. Thank you for listening and we will see you next week. Bye.
Coming up in moments right here and right now is episode 57, the top 10 leading causes of death worldwide. But first, I do want to give a quick plug that our own Brandon Kaufman was recently on the Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time podcast discussing the famous Elisa Lamb case, the young woman who was found in a water tank atop the Cecil Hotel in Los Angeles. You can listen to Brandon's hashtag hot takes on this case in episode 89 of the Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time podcast. It's out right now. Now, let's get on to the top 10 leading causes of death worldwide. Well, after these quick ads, or if you're a Patreon member, you'll skip that and get right to the episode. Here we go. It's the Tennis Podcast. We're here to cover a top 10 list. Top 10-ish list. That's what we do. It's day in, day out around here. Just lists. I'm Brandon. No, you're not. You're Nick. I'm Brandon. Oh, let me tell you. Sorry, I was. Re- yeah. As we're recording this, this is my first cup of coffee I've had. Uh huh. I'm down to the last coffee in the house. I'm at. The, I'm using my spare coffee, and it is a caffeine boost blend made by Maxwell House. Okay. Uh, it tastes. I, I hope this turns interesting soon. Yeah, it tastes like it was filtered through a, a hobo's pants. Whoa! <laughs> wow. But wow. Shots fired at Maxwell House. This is my junior varsity coffee. I usually don't call this one up from the bench, but I did today because I'm out of good coffee and because this has an extra jolt. And I I don't know what you've got on deck. Each week, one of us, this week it's Nick, <laughs> brings us a top 10-ish list and the other one of us tries to guess it. Mm-hmm. And I am ready. I just have a feeling whatever you're going to bring is going to get me real excited. Mm-hmm. Well, the Maxwell House extra boost is me rising to the occasion. Okay. Well, Brandon, I'm going to start today by asking you a very simple question. Actually, it's not simple, but I'll ask it. If you had to guess how you will meet your demise, Mm -hmm. what would you say is the most likely? Mm. Not sure about the manner, but I know I'll be screaming. Would you choke on the hot dog or would you have a heart-related disease from a lifetime of eating hot dogs? I'll probably die uh, towards the end of this cup of shitty coffee <laughs> if I make it towards the end. These beans are burned. Oh, goddamn! Don't get started on the burnt beans bullshit again. They do have really burned beans at Maxwell House, it seems like. Realistically, how do I expect to die? In my mind, I would like it to be on my, you know, my deathbed. When you get old, you buy a special bed. Yep. Specifically for death. And when you feel bad, you go lay down in it. <laughs> and you just slowly and peacefully and painlessly die. Well, sometimes if you lay down in it and you get better, you got to get up. But if you lay down yeah. in it and everything goes right, I'll be laying back in there with one of my sons holding each one of my hands tightly and their hearts <laughs> full of love as I close okay. my eyes and gently drift. Oh, man. My soul leaves my body. I look back on myself from the corner of the room. I wonder why they haven't covered me up yet. And then I float to heaven and I meet Jesus. Do you think your soul would jerk off more or less than your physical body does? Probably doesn't have that corporeal itch. (laughs) Well, yeah. So, yeah, I expect to die on my deathbed surrounded by loved ones, not screaming in the flaming wreckage of my car. Okay. Interesting. I wonder if Jesus would let you in when you got to heaven. That's a discussion for another day. Today, we're talking about the leading causes of death worldwide. Okay. 
The deadliest diseases? No. Or no, causes of death. Leading causes of death, which includes diseases and not diseases. Okay. This is taken from a number of sources, primarily the World Health Organization. I also pulled some stats from Healthline, ProClinical, and of course, our friends at the CDC, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention here in America. God bless America. I pulled from all that to find a list of the leading causes of death. These are the things that cause the death of living humans while they're living before they die. They were living before they died. Yeah. So, this includes anything and everything and this is on the medical examiner's report or the coroner's report, whatever you want to call it. This is what would be listed on the piece of paper on the death certificate for the cause of death. Is misadventure on the list? No, but why don't, why don't we do that? Why don't you tell me some things that are probably safe bets for not on the list? Well, death by misadventure is one that is... Let me... I, I got to look it up because I don't exactly know what death by misadventure means. But it, it's something along the lines of you were doing something silly. Yeah. You shouldn't have been doing. Oh, so death by misadventure could also be a drug overdose if you took the drug voluntarily. This is boring. So, I guess what I'm saying is if you put something in your butt so big that it killed you, <laughs> Whoa, that would be... That took a turn. <laughs> death by misadventure. That's what I assume a misadventure is, is like probably someone put something up their butt. <laughs> it was a misadventure. Is enema... They, that's where they blast water up there, right? An enema? Yeah. Yeah, or maybe like a soapy liquid. Okay, but there's water involved. Yeah. How would an enema change if we re-enter the world, we're all water? Was peanut butter? <laughs> so, for those new to the show, Brandon loves it when we talk about this alternate universe where all water is now peanut butter. So, then an enema would then be a peanut butter enema. It's not going to clean you out. It's just no, going to fill it you could. up. Well, if the peanut butter is cleaner than whatever's in there, then one could argue that by definition, you're now cleaner. I think, no, and an enema is meant to declutter the ass. Well. There's no more clutter than peanut butter. Disagree. Respectfully disagree. This is not the last time we'll talk about peanut butter today, believe it or not. But do you have anything else that are not in the top 10? Falling off of a cliff, having a boulder hit you in the head. Wow. Wearing roller skates and having a rocket on your back but the rocket explodes instead it makes you go fast. Or the rocket goes the wrong way and it shoots you off a cliff. Shoots like you rug. off the cliff. Running into a black spot painted on the side of a cliff that you thought was a tunnel. Okay. So, all those things that I said were wily Coyote ways of dying and I don't think any of those are on the list. That's a bold stance to take but turns out you got lucky here because you are right. Why don't we get into it because we got plenty to talk about. Again, this is mm-hmm. the top 10 worldwide causes of death. Give me a guess. Uh, is it a specific disease or should I say infectious disease? It's more specific than that. Malaria. No, but malaria is in the top 10 when looking specifically at low-income countries. Right. But globally, it's not in the top 10. Okay. Tell the folks at home what malaria is, Brandy. I think a mosquito gives it to you and you bleed out of your eyes or you sweat a lot. I don't know what malaria is. I don't intend on finding out. Okay. In fact, I think we've probably covered it before and I explained what malaria is but then... I think we did in the Deadliest Animals episode 
because of mosquitoes. Mosquitoes, the world's deadliest. Animal. Don't fucking spoiler, Jesus. Well, actually, that's wrong. Yeah, Brandon was. That's right. Yeah. How about uh, the big C? Cancer. Cancer. Is cancer in the top 10? Show me cancer. That is not what you want to say to your doctor when they're coming back from doing a biopsy. Cancer is not on the top 10 as a whole, but there is a specific form of cancer that is in the top 10. Ooh. Is it non-Hodgkin's lymphoma? No, but the top 10 in middle to high income countries includes colon and rectum cancers. Yep. Liver cancer and breast cancer. It's because of all that. All the fine wine and fine dining you can do. All the snails we're eating. Yep. We're eating. Yeah. Us too. We're included in that. Um, But those three cancers, none of them are in the top 10 worldwide. Diseases of the dick. That's it. Diseases that we can just close up shop here. You got all top 10 with that. Think about, there's a movie coming out soon that you and I are both very excited about. Can you think about what that movie is? The Rise of Skywalker? No. One of us is excited about that. Another James Bond movie? Okay. It's El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. El Camino, right. And what was the affliction of the main character of Breaking Bad? Lung cancer. Diseases of the lung. Trachea, bronchus and lung cancers is number five in the top 10. Oh, it's because we're smoking and breathing bad stuff all over the world. All over the world you're doing it. Trachea, bronchus and lung cancers kills 1.7 million people on average per year. This accounts for 3% of deaths worldwide. Now, think about this. This is number five in the top 10 leading causes of death and it's only 3% of all deaths. Hmm. So, what does that tell you about the first few above this? I, I got some guesses but I know we're talking about esophageal or not esophageal. Oh, God damn, just stop. Cancers. Cancers from your mouth to your lungs. And lung cancer is a particularly aggressive and serious form of cancer that is very common in smokers. Accounting for 85% of cases, sorry to, to all the smokers out there. Countries such as Spain and Hungary are highly affected by the disease and in China... <laughs> Hungary? 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 Like a guy named Gary with a big old dick? Hungary. I've been corrected before when I said Hungary. It's not Hungary. I think it is. <laughs> All right. To the internet we go. I'm going to listen to the Wikipedia person. Hungary. Ah, fuck. You're toast. All right, I'll just edit this all out so I don't look dumb. No, don't. Please. I never... I have to have my moment. Countries such as Spain and Hungary... <laughs> Hung... You mean Hungary? <laughs> Hungary. How do you say it? Gary is packing heat downstairs. Let me tell you. Hungary, that's what we used to call them in high school. Okay. Those countries and China. China? Chi- China. Like for China. Uh It is the most common type of cancer there. Okay, so for each of these things in the top 10, if we ever get through them without you bullshitting around and grab-assing like you've been doing, Mm -hmm. for each of them I have the good news and the bad news. Okay. We're going to do the bad news first. The bad news is that in developing countries, researchers project an 81 to 100% increase in respiratory cancers due to pollution and smoking. Yeah. Solid fuel emissions account for 17% of lung cancer deaths in men. And 22% in women. And lastly, these diseases are on the rise. There was over a half a million increase over the last 15 years. Yeah, because these fuckers are vaping. Yeah. I love how we were able to get vaping banned like overnight, but fucking assault rifles is... We can't do that. It's just too much. Too much work. 
Yeah. What about all those people who need uh, who like when the government comes to take their vapes, they're going to have to blow some big ass clouds of smoke at them if they want to keep them <laughs> from my cold, dead lips. Uh, we don't get political here on the tennis podcast. Okay, so there is no good news on this one, <laughs> just bad news. <laughs> but I do have risk factors and prevention tips. Ready? Because I mean, that's what the people come to the tennis podcast for. It's health mm-hmm. safety tips. Trachea, bronchus, and lung cancers can affect anyone, but they're most likely to affect those who have a history of smoking or tobacco use. Other risk factors for these cancers include family history and exposure to environmental factors such as diesel fumes. Brandon, are you around a lot of diesel fumes? Only when I eat Taco Bell. We're we're farts. It's farts. Yeah, no, I got it. I was going to ignore it because it's so, yeah. It's methane. Methane is farts though. We're around diesel fumes a lot because we have so many badass truck drivers with with huge dicks driving their big pickups around that need diesel fuel. You keep talking about Hungary. Aside from avoiding fumes, all kinds of fumes, and tobacco products, it isn't known if there's anything else that can be done to prevent lung cancers. However, early detection can improve your outlook. Yeah, I guess go get your fucking lungs checked out. Wouldn't hurt. How about complications from obesity. You're going to need to be more specific. Uh, having a great big fat butt. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, I don't know. Heart attack. There's a couple diseases on here related to that could be brought on by obesity. Show me heart disease. By the way, this shitty coffee is working. Heart disease. What number do you think it is? Two. One. Oh. Holy shit. You are so dumb. Heart disease accounts for about 16, just under 16% of all deaths worldwide come from your heart. Your heart, if you follow your heart, it can lead you to love, lust, adventure, but it can also lead you to death. 8.8 million people die from heart disease every year. Heart disease is caused by a buildup of fatty deposits on the wall of your arteries, usually attributed to lifestyle choices or other conditions such as high blood pressure or diabetes or having a big old butt. This disease is deadly as the patient's arteries become narrowed, restricting blood and oxygen flow to the heart, potentially leading to a fatal heart attack. Yeah. Do you want the good news or the bad news first, Brandy? I think I already know the bad news. That's how I die. The bad news is that Brandon will die from this within the next six months. It's either going to be inside the Atlanta airport or in a car to and from the Atlanta airport. (laughs) Get me back there before I go! (laughs) Heart disease has risen nearly 3 million in the death toll just the last 15 years, by far, in all caps, by far, the largest jump over the last 15 years on this list. And also bad news, this is from hashtag Nick's Notes, quote, good, yummy, delicious food is a risk factor, followed by three sad face emojis. Wait, those, that was your note that this is bad? <laughs> My note like is that that- all the great food that you love makes you die. And all the bad yeah. food that you don't like is good for you. Cheese will kill you. <laughs> Cheese, donuts, hot dogs, pizza, hamburgers, french fries, Chinese food, ice cream, chips, cookies, crackers, cake, steaks, pork rinds, Twinkies, zebra cakes, uh, ring dings. Is this... Is it, are, <laughs> ice cream sandwiches. looking at your... <laughs> ice cream sandwiches, uh, candy... Is this spread out before you right now? (laughs) Muffins, waffles, pancakes, French toast, bacon, sausage. French fries. Too many eggs. Cheese fries. Bacon cheese fries. Chili cheese dog, hot dog, corn dog, 
the cheese stick at the fair. What's that called? Um, pizza dog. Pizza dog. Fried cheese, fried Oreos, fair food in general. Cereal. Too much cereal. Any lard, mayonnaise. Any restaurant outside of your home. Beef jerky, Slim Jims. Uh, those all cause heart disease. But the stuff that doesn't cause heart disease is fucking like asparagus and shit. Looking at ice cream. The good news is that although it's still the leading cause of death in the world, mortality rates have declined in many European countries and in the United States because God bless America. This may be due to better public health education, access to healthcare, and forms of prevention. Brandon, name me a few specific risk factors for heart disease. Hmm. Besides all the eating. Risk factors for heart disease. Uh, obesity. Obesity. Yeah. Diabetes. Diabetes. Family history. Smoking. High cholesterol. High blood pressure. Being president of the United States. I think there's a correlation between your, the orange glow of your skin and your risk for heart disease. So, here's how you prevent heart disease. You can not eat all that stuff we just went through. You can also... Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'd rather die, right? Oh, good. You mean no fun. <laughs> Exercise regularly. Maintain a healthy weight. <laughs> Boring. Eating a balanced diet that's low in sodium and high in fruits and vegetables. So, all of the top 10 in our last episode, largest fast food chains, just don't eat any of that. Do french fries count as a vegetable? That's a funny hashtag Nick's note. <laughs> Avoid smoking, dr drink only in moderation, but to be fair, this article from World Health Organization, that article does not specify what to not drink in moderation. Does it mean drinking... Booze. Could yeah. be drinking orange juice in moderation. You don't hardly ever drink a booze, do you? I'm not a big boozer. You don't like a booze. I don't really either. Yeah, right. I don't. Well, don't tell I our like listeners because now they're gonna now their nerd alerts going off. Yeah, their antenna are going up. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about Hungary again? All right, you got number one heart disease, number five lung and etc. cancers. So what else? Hmm. We mentioned one of them in passing already. Actually, animal fight. <laughs> Have we mentioned an animal fight? <laughs> I've been thinking about it. Malaria? We said that. It's not in the top 10 worldwide. Oh, yeah. It's in the top 10 low-income countries. Mm. Uh, some others from the top 10 in low-income countries. I mentioned malaria, HIV and AIDS. Yeah, that's a problem. Stop fucking. I mean... <laughs> yeah, can't you just hold it? Preterm birth complications, birth trauma. So, those are sad. We're not going to make fun of those. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, everybody crack out, crack open your birth trauma jokes. <laughs> Okay, give me hmm. something here. Okay. Throw out some guesses. Accidental death. What kind of accidental death? There's different types. Drowning. No. Accidental shooting. There is an accident in here. Is it a specific... Oh, uh, car accidents, automobile. Road injury, which could include riding a lawnmower on the street and getting run over by a semi, I assume. It's not specific. Road injury is number 10 in the top 10. It has 1.3 million deaths per year and it is the leading cause of accidental death. Isn't that cute? And everyone makes, everyone makes fun of smart cars because they're like, well, they're so tiny. You know, I don't want to be in that tiny car and get hit by another big car. Like, but isn't a smart car safer if, there, if everyone was in a tiny little sweet smart car and you bumped into each other, wouldn't it just kind of go like, oink? 
Like it would just yeah, absolutely. Boink, you would just sort of toddle off of each other. Toddle off. And Brian yeah. and Carl would be fine. You can't accelerate faster than like thirty-eight miles per hour. So yeah, when. Uh, what's your opinion on automated driving? Well, we've talked about robot drivers. You before. talked about robots as a precursor to dogs driving well, trucks. No, dogs. Dogs are the precursor. Dogs are the step between a man and a robot okay. driving your car. But I am totally all in on every car in the world being self-driven. Right. Because that's a very real possibility in the future. Yeah. But I'm I, all for it. Yeah, I know there's... Sometimes I hear people say like, I wouldn't trust a fucking robot to get me wherever. But here's the thing. There's going to be less robot error than there is human error. Yes. I mean... All the traffic lights can be coordinated with technology, can be synced up with these self-driving cars. I've never seen a robot driving around and idly scrolling through Facebook <laughs> on his cell phone while he's driving. But I've seen a lot of humans doing that. And think about all the shit you can do in your free time. All this time that we have to spend commuting um, or just driving anywhere, now you can repurpose that time because you're you in the car. You can read a book. You can read a book. You can get smarter. You can listen to the Tennis Podcast. Which you can already do anyway, but you can, you can do it harder. I saw a lady driving on the highway uh -huh. like at 70 miles an hour. This is just a few months ago. And when I got up beside her, I saw that she was reading a paperback. You're, you're fucking kidding me. She was in the passing lane. No. Speed limit 65. She's going about 70. So, there wasn't anything strange about the way she was driving. But I was going to exit. And I got into the middle lane and I was going a little bit faster than her and I happened to look over and she was just reading the paperback, just enjoying it, completely absorbed in her paperback. See, shit like that. 70 miles per hour. That should not be happening. So, yeah, are there like risks of technology malfunctioning with self-driving cars? Yeah, there's probably a little bit of risk, but there's no way there's more risk than shit like Brandon just said. So, okay, so more on road injury. It's a leading cause of accidental death. Road accidents often lead to death as the impact of a collision can cause severe injuries such as head trauma, brain swelling, hemorrhage, and blood clots, external and or internal bleeding, or a broken neck. They wanted to be very specific. And again, I'm pulling most of these quotes from World Health Organization, Healthline.com, Proclinical.com, and the CDC. It's the leading cause of death among those aged 15 to 30, with 90% of cases occurring in developing countries. And a further 20 to 50 million people a year suffer from vehicular-related injuries, including disability. And bad news for bad boys like you and me, Brandy. Bad boys? 74% of road injury-related deaths are men and boys. Yeah, because they drive like buttholes more often. They're popping wheelies and going fast. <laughs> popping wheelies. <laughs> yeah. How many cars have you seen popped a wheelie on the highway? <laughs> <laughs> that lady who was, dry, who was reading the book popped a wheelie right before she sped away. Fucking popped a wheelie. The good news is that in the last 30 years, survival rates for road accidents have doubled. This is partly thanks to safer vehicles, maybe fatter butts providing more cushioning. But also due... That was a Nick's notes, by the way. Uh, but also due to improvements in medical devices for diagnostics, treating wounds, and replacing failed organs. Would you let them put a... Man-made organ inside you, Brandon? A man, well, like a... Like a synthetic organ. Like a robotic heart, like a robot yeah, heart? Yeah, I think Dick Cheney has a robot heart because it doesn't make a pulse. It just constantly, it doesn't pulse, it just 
like whirs or something. Yeah. I didn't know they could install that in a lizard person. Yeah, I'd let him do it. Yeah, I'd do it. I'd let him do the shit out of it. You got to let him do it. You want to keep on keeping on. You know what else we got to let him keep doing is leaving us Apple podcast reviews. I'm going to read a few. How's that for a transition? Yeah, please. We're, we're <laughs> known perfect. for our smooth and seamless transitions here on the Tennis Podcast. And right now, I'm going to read a few reviews that have come in from Apple Podcasts. This first one is from Linda. She says, I guess it could be a he, he or she says, I'm so glad I gave the show a listen. Actually, let me correct myself. I'm so glad I gave the show a listen! Exclamation point. It's hilarious, informative, and addictive. I definitely suggest hitting that subscribe button right now. Do it. Brandon, I think that's the first time you've been called addictive before. I have. You've been called a dick, but you haven't been called addictive. Was it directed at me or the show? The show. Oh, well, that's not me. I guess you're right. It's just our chemistry is addictive. It's a drug. And I'm glad that they suggested hitting that subscribe button instead of hitting one another. And I think we can all learn something from Linda here that peace and friendship and subscribing to the Tennis Podcast, all very important components to a healthy, happy life. Whatever. This one comes from Ty1807 who says, the conversations between two very clearly close friends. Mm-hmm. Let that sit for a minute. Two very clearly close friends as they take the top 10 list in a very funny and entertaining direction. There's a natural stream of conversation, rebuttals, he just wanted to get the word button there I bet, and laughs. They touch on such a broad spectrum of topics with their list that there's something for everyone. Who you calling broads? <laughs> Why does everyone think we're friends? I mean, do they not know that we, this is a job. We come on, we do this, we act like we get along reasonably and then as soon as it's over, we part ways, don't talk again till the next time. What's so hard to understand about that? We were matched through a podcast matching service. That's right. Anyway, thanks for leaving those very nice podcast reviews and if you want yours read on this show. We love them. <clears throat> rate us five stars and write a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, okay, so you got number one which is heart disease, number five, lung cancers, and number 10, road injury. Hmm. Trying to think of what I know people have died from. There's so many. I just, I don't know why you're having trouble with this. I don't know either. Like, I'm trying to think of people I know who, so, I know people died of cancer, lung stuff, and heart disease. How many people that you, do you know that died from butt stuff? I don't know anyone who died from blood stuff unless it's been covered up. <laughs> There's been a massive conspiracy in your family. Mm-hmm. Butt stuff is in the top 10, believe it or not. I'm trying to think of what... I'm being serious. Butt stuff is in here. I mean, it's not called butt stuff, but butt stuff is in the top 10. Something to do with the butt? Yeah. And it's not cancer? No. Bowel obstruction? Diarrheal diseases. Oh, diarrhea diseases. Yes. Like you get it from an amoebic, from dysentery. Dysentery. What is that? Uh, I learned it in Mrs. Doubtfire. It's uh, you get <laughs> diarrhea until you die. That's right. That's what this is. It's number eight. 1.4 million people every year in the world die from- Shit themselves to death. Yeah. Yep. 2.5% of deaths worldwide. Here's the definition of diarrhea. Diarrhea is when you pass three or more loose stools in a day. If your diarrhea <laughs> lasts more than a few days, your body loses too much water and salt. See, that's, that's why you need more fast food. Well, you need the salt from the french fries. 
Uh, this causes dehydration, which can lead to death. So, when you say butt stuff, when you say diarrheal diseases, you're really talking about dehydration. Diarrhea is usually caused by an intestinal virus or bacteria transmitted through contaminated water or food. It's particularly widespread in developing nations with poor sanitary conditions. Butt stuff. Ah, that sounds like the worst way to go. Wasn't there a really common disease prior to the 1900s? Typhoid, right? Isn't that... Typhoid? Typhus? One of them. I think it is because typhoid Mary didn't wash her, like purposely was like, I'm not washing my hands. Typhoid is a bacterial infection that can lead to high fever, diarrhea, and vomiting. It can be fatal. It is caused by salmonella. Salmonella, yeah. Yeah, salmonella poisoning. Also called enteric fever. Typhoid Mary, this lady kept taking a shit on her own hands and then like <laughs> doing surgery on people. Typho- so, her name was Mary Mallon, also known as Typhoid Mary, was an Irish-American cook. She wasn't doing no. surgery. <laughs> she was cooking with shit. She was the first person in the US identified as a symptomatic carrier of the pathogen associated with typhoid fever. She was presumed to have infected 51 people, three of whom died over the course of her career as a cook. So, fuck you, Typhoid Mary. How long was that career? Uh, she died in 1938. She was forcibly isolated by health authorities. Oh, man. Uh, she admitted that she did not understand the purpose of hand washing because she did not pose a risk. In prison, she was forced to give stool and urine samples. Authorities suggested removing her gallbladder because they believed typhoid bacteria resided there. She was also unwilling to cease working as a cook. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Well, this is me. Do you understand? Shitting on my hands, <laughs> reaching into raw chicken, and then making food to feed hungry people. That's me. <laughs> you want me to stop being me? I mean, I know she was naughty and she did all this stuff and she killed a lot of people, but she did have a hell of an ass. I mean, Ugh. so that's typhoid fever. But anyway, back to diarrheal diseases. Do you want the good news? Uh-huh. Let's do the bad news first. The bad news is that it's the second top cause of death in children younger than five, which is sad. Yeah. About 760,000 children die from diarrheal diseases each year. The good news is that deaths by this disease have fallen nearly a million in the last 15 years. So, that's good. Risk factors for diarrheal diseases include... Being a baby? Getting it on with typhoid Mary, being a baby, living in an area with poor sanitary conditions. So, Brandon, your house might be a hazard area. Wait, what was that Specifically, one? your your office where you're recording right now that has poor sanitary conditions. Oh, yeah, I should. No access to clean water, no access to clean peanut butter, perhaps. Huh? Right? Mm-hmm. Do you think you'd have to boil the peanut butter like you boil like lake water to drink it? <laughs> no. I don't know what... <laughs> I don't know what the boiling point of peanut butter is, but it is probably higher than water. Okay, well, if you have no access to clean water and or peanut butter, you can get diarrheal diseases malnourishment and a weakened immune system and in fact, according to UNICEF, the best method of prevention is practicing good hygiene. Good hand washing techniques can reduce the incidence of diarrheal diseases by 40%. Oh good, you mean no fun. Yep, no fun. We're just a bunch of no fun boys today. That was number eight. I know, I'm already thinking about the next one because uh, feeling stumped. That high caffeine coffee's not helping? No, it has me very vigilant, but uh, it's not making me any smarter. So, what's something else that can happen to you if you get too fat? If you like to eat too much of the bad stuff? Oh, something with your kidneys? 
Kidney is, num- is in the top 10 in America. Here's the top 10 in America. Well, here's some of the top 10 that aren't in the regular top 10. Kidney disease, suicide, influenza and pneumonia, cancer and accidents. Oh, is influenza one of the worldwide ones? Nope. Well, let me double check that. Okay. Yes, it is. It's lower respiratory infections, number three. I knew it. Yeah, you knew it. Number three, lower respiratory infections, which includes, uh, so what it says here is lower respiratory infections are the deadliest communicable diseases in the world, which are triggered by viruses and bacteria. These diseases affect the patient's lungs and airways. Examples include influenza, also known as the flu, bronchitis, and pneumonia. So, I guess you could say that communicable diseases are triggered by viruses and bacteria the same way conservative right-wing people are triggered by our podcast. Uh, Lower respiratory infections account for 5.7% of deaths worldwide. That comes to about 3.2 million people. Bad news is that global flu epidemics and pneumonia are known to cause devastation. Ah, pneumonia! And elderly, and I said, it's not the first time I've said pneumonia. They cause devastation in elderly and infant populations every year. Yeah. In 2015, pneumonia killed 920,000 children under the age of five, mostly in South Asia and Sub-Saharan Africa. So, that is bad news. I should have known that one. That's how my grandfather died earlier this year. His lung just stopped working. Well, if only you thought about anyone but yourself for more than two seconds, you might have remembered. When you get to a certain age, sometimes like something messes up and the doctor's like, yeah, that's the way that thing is now. That's the way that is. The option where like when your lung doesn't inflate anymore, the options are to glue it to the inside of your chest cavity or to staple it to the inside of your chest cavity. What does that do? Buys you some time. But how is stapling it to your chest cavity going to help? Because it helps keep it inflated. But doesn't it deflate too? Uh, kind of, but like it needs... You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't know. Just don't... Just take care of your lungs. Hey, by the way, I still have the Typhoid Mary uh, Wikipedia page up and I just noticed... Guess how old she was when she died? 69. 69. Okay, the good news on lower respiratory infections... That the introduction of vaccines has been incredibly... This is obviously leftist agenda bullshit, but we'll read it anyway. Yeah. The introduction of vaccines has been incredibly effective in lowering mortality rates over the past 20 to 30 years, particularly in developing countries. Deaths from this are on the decline, down 200,000 in the last 15 years. So, here are risk factors. The flu, poor air quality or frequent exposure to lung irritants, smoking, a weak immune system, crowded childcare settings, asthma, HIV. One of the best preventative measures you can take is to get the flu shot every year and wash your hands. Oh, shit. I got to do that. And here's also some advice from World Health Organization. Stay at home and rest until you feel better. Thank you. (laughs) Like when the local news comes out with tips every summer to help you stay cool and they're always like, you know, uh, wear light clothing, wear sunglasses, use sunscreen, drink plenty of water. Don't cover yourself in aluminum foil and run in place outside. I used to agree with you that that stuff was all like unnecessary to say and then you hear about kids like eating Tide Pods and shit and you're like, I don't know what people are capable of understanding anymore. (laughs) Is that still a thing? I don't know. It was a thing for a while. All I know is thank God we got rid of the vaping. How are you supposed to blow a big cloud and impress all the girls if you're not vaping? That's a good question. How are kids supposed to meet each other? What was the... 
Oh no, it was that stupid Adam Sandler movie. Never mind. What? There's a movie where like one of the main characters keeps blowing these impressive smoke rings. Uh-huh. At like weird times and they're always like, Wait, well, how'd you do that? And for some reason I thought that was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood but it's the new Adam Sandler movie on Netflix. <laughs> what is the new Adam Sandler movie on Netflix? Murder Mystery. One of his highest rated, critically reclaimed. And you watched it? Yeah, well, why the hell not? Did you watch it by yourself? No. With your wife? Your mom. <laughs> Did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it for what it was. Do I need to see it ever again? No. Did who you were watching it with enjoy it? Well, do you want me to crawl into their brain and find out? Well, did you not discuss it at all? No, as soon it... as it was over, we both stood up silently and walked into separate rooms. <laughs> you never... just closed your eyes, did <laughs> like a, did a Microsoft <laughs> shutdown noise. Boom, boom, boom. All right. She liked it. Which she, again, it's like, it's an Adam Sandler movie. You know what you're getting going in. It was fun while it lasted, but you know. Thankfully ended. So, give me, you got some such obvious heavy hitters here that you were just not even guessing here. Wait, give me the list so far. What I got so far. Number one, heart disease. Number three, lower respiratory infections. Number five, trachea, bronchus and lung cancers. Eight, diarrhea diseases. Number 10, road injury. Think about old people. What is the Grim Reaper bringing with them to the old person's room all the time? A sickle, a scythe <sighs> yeah. for which to harvest those old farts for his, well, I don't know why he needs them. Or his uh, garden of souls. Yeah. How about Alzheimer's? Okay, yes. Or Alzheimer's. dementia. Yeah, that's on here. That's number seven. Going cuckoo. Whoa, come on now. Have some class for once. Have some sympathy and some taste. Yeah. I'll tell you what, we're all going to go cuckoo bananas bonkers one day. 1.5 million deaths per year, 2.5% of deaths worldwide. Alzheimer's is a neurodegenerative disease in which patients experience a gradual decrease in cognitive ability such as memory and speech caused by a buildup of amyloid proteins. So, you got to get those amyloid proteins. I think you can go after a good workout, after a good pump, mix your protein shake together, make sure there's some amyloid proteins in there. Actually, you don't want those because it's caused by a buildup. So, extract the amyloid proteins from your protein shakes. Free advice from hashtag Nick's Notes. Alzheimer's disease is a progressive disease that destroys memory. It sounds like a fucking metal song lyric. Destroys memory and interrupts normal mental functions. These include thinking, reasoning, and typical behavior. This shit's scary. Yeah, it's bad. The disease starts off by causing mild memory problems, difficulty recalling information, and slips in recollection. Over time, however, the disease progresses and you may not have memory of large periods of time. I need a break after that. I think I already got it. As soon as you entered your 60s, did you start noticing a decline in your short-term memory? Not that I noticed. The bad news on Alzheimer's, currently there is no way to prevent or cure Alzheimer's disease. So, fun times, good, bad news on Alzheimer's. The good news is that a lot of research is currently being undertaken by several top 10 pharmaceutical companies. That's a fun episode for the future. Top 10 pharmaceutical companies. <laughs> Those companies are doing a lot of research to understand the causes and if there's a possible cure. Brandon, tell me some risk factors for Alzheimer's. Risk factors for Alzheimer's. Being old, eating meat. <laughs> okay. We get mad cow brain. Family history is a big one. 
Family history getting bonked on the noggin. <laughs> bonked on the noggin, God. You really are on the top of your game today. Unhealthy lifestyle, Down syndrome, previous head trauma, being shut off from a community or having poor engagement with other people for extended periods of time. So, the bad news for you and I is you and I don't talk to anyone outside of each other on this podcast. We shut down like Microsoft, like you said, mm -hmm. for the week. Bing, bong, bong. So, we are in the danger zone here. We're playing a dangerous game. And here's a, another fun one on the risk factor. Quote, being female is a risk factor for Alzheimer's. So, to all of our female listeners out there, sucks to be you. One thing that may be helpful in reducing your risk of the disease is a heart-healthy diet. A diet that's high in fruits and vegetables. I know. Low in saturated fats from meat and dairy and high in sources of good fats like nuts, olive, and Chris Farley. Well, that's Alzheimer's, our friends. Alzheimer's number seven. You need nine, six, four, and two. And This is tough. Two, I hear you talk about two pretty much every conversation I've ever had with you. So, I don't know why you're not getting it. Cholesterol? No. That would be related to heart disease. Mm-hmm. When I misspeak or stumble, you often ask if I'm having a... Seizure. Stroke. Stroke. God. Stroke. Oh, my God. Stroke me, stroke me. Stroke is number two. Stroke. And this isn't talking about the way Brandon strokes. No, this is talking about the Billy Squire song, The Stroke. Stroke is number two, 6.2 .2 million deaths, 11% of deaths worldwide. A stroke occurs when an artery in your brain is blocked or leaks. I don't like the thought of leaking shit in my brain like it's a leaky pipe. The brain is such a fucking fascinating thing, isn't it? Yeah. You know how they say you only use 10% of your brain? Is that true? Well, I, I know they say the it. The stat is something like that. Yeah. It, it, does that mean that the other 90% is accessible or that 10% is all we need? Or like 10% is all we have access to? You know what I mean? In the movies, when they get, when they use the rest of their brain, they can start lifting stuff with their mind. You become a genius. Zero to 100%. What do you think the odds are that if you could access 100% of your brain, you could lift things with your mind? Or read others' minds or things. Isn't know, that what happened in the movie Phenomenon with... Um, Adam Sandler? No, what's his ass? He's pretending to not be gay. John Travolta. I have not seen that. I saw it a long time ago at the movie theater and... By yourself? Uh, Wait, were you sitting by yourself? No, I was a child. Okay. This is the movie Phenomenon. It came out in the 90s starring John Travolta. He was just a simple man, not a... <laughs> retarded person but just a normal simple dude. Wow. And he started becoming a genius. He would read a book and remembered everything and then he could move stuff with his mind and learn languages just by reading like listening to him one time. Then they found out or he thought that he had been like zapped by an alien who made his brain better. No. It turns out he had a brain tumor and the brain tumor let him use 100% of his brain. But then he died. Does that happen though? Not the not the one hundred percent, but like when you get a brain tumor, it can sometimes lead to like extra superpowers, side effects of like seeming smarter and shit. I I, I don't I, think so. I, I think don't know anything about this stuff. I've never. There probably is. You know, there's probably like a sixty minutes uh, out there from like years ago, or there's like one person who got in a car accident. I know I've heard something about this where someone got an accident and their brain changed, and they were suddenly able to like understand music and compose 
and play music that they were never able to before. Did you see the movie Limitless with Bradley Cooper? No. Is that the same concept? He takes a pill and the pill lets him access more of his brain. And so, it's the same, not the superpower stuff, but everything else you said about John Travolta where he remembered every word of every book he'd ever read, he could speak languages, stuff like that. Fascinates me. Do you think if dogs could use more of their brain, they could speak or understand humans? Well, they couldn't speak because they don't have a voice box, but... Right. I was going to say, I don't think their mouth works like that. But could... I mean, they understand me now without that. <laughs> he just doesn't care. Yeah. Chewy, don't shit in the house. I know what you mean. No, he does, he does listen. He shits in the garage. Uh, he dumps in the house, man. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> he knows what's up. Chewy, God bless you. We all support you, Chewy. You can shit wherever you'd like. So, more on the stroke since we're talking about it. Strokes are the leading cause of long-term disabilities as well because even if you don't die, you can, you can cause other bad side effects. So, I mentioned earlier that a stroke happens when your brain is, gets a blocked artery or a leak. Yeah. This causes the oxygen-deprived brain cells to begin dying within minutes. During a stroke, you feel sudden numbness and confusion or have trouble walking and seeing. That's also a side effect of listening to the Tennis Podcast, sudden numbness and confusion. Most prevalent in developing countries such as Southeast Asia and the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. Bad news is that it's on the rise. It's risen over half a million in the last 15 years. But the good news is that it kills the old people we don't want around anymore. Also, there's been a recent breakthrough in clinical research. This has been seen to lower the risk of stroke and heart attacks in patients. So, there's technology now to fight this. I just want to get to the point in the future where they can upload my brain into a little robotic thing. And then I can just be like, uh, I don't know, kind of like Nixon's head in Futurama mm -hmm. or in an episode of Black Mirror. Just upload me to, I don't know, like an action figure or something. Well, we've talked about this. Or a robot body. <sighs> but why? You don't even have to have a body. You can just exist in this alternate plane. But I want to be able to crush my enemies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, upload me into a Terminator body. <laughs> like one of the Terminator skeletons. I would have the same personality, but I would just be a sinister chrome skeleton with red glowing eyes who's capable of crushing and killing anyone who stands in his way. But that's no fun because then that's just your whole life is crushing and running away from enemies and chasing enemies. There's no like... I wouldn't. Trust me. I'm not running away from anybody. There's no Red Dead Redemption 2 in your Terminator body. You're not... I can still play that. You're not going to concerts. I could probably plug, plug my ass right into it. No concerts, you can't go to a movie theater without being... Why can't I? Because I would you wouldn't be allowed, they'd be scared of you. I would put on a fedora no. and a trench coat and walk right in. That's how Raphael the Ninja Turtle was able to blend in with humans. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, so I got three more. Nine, seven, and four is what you need and you're still missing some big ones. Or nine, six, and four, sorry. Right. Do you need hints? Hold on. I, I don't know. I don't work around deadly diseases and misadventure very much. We're not talking about misadventure. We're talking about an extremely common disease that you know about. Heart disease, stroke, respiratory infection, lung cancer. There's something right up there with those guys. All right. I'm just going to give you this one. It's, it's similar to lung. It's a lung disease. This is number... No, it's... Uh, what is it called? Em uh, emphysema. Yes. 
That's a type of this. Number four is chronic obstructive pulmonary disease or COPD yeah. for short. This includes chronic bronchitis and emphysema. This kills 3.1 million people every year. It has 5.6% of deaths worldwide. And COPD is a long-term progressive lung disease that makes breathing difficult. In 2004, about 64 million people around the world are living with COPD. That's a lot. COPD. Risk factors include smoking or secondhand smoke, lung irritants like chemical and other kinds of fumes. Diesel fumes. Family history. History of respiratory infections as a child. There's no cure, but its progression can be slowed with a medication. I guess uh, trying to rescue people at ground zero from September 11th is a big risk factor for COPD. You know, this is not COPD related, but you just reminded me, I read a stat recently. It was, you know, that show Chernobyl came out, Emmy winning show, Chernobyl uh, Mm -hmm. miniseries. Uh, Did you watch that? Not yet. It's good. Anyway, there was a stat about Chernobyl that's because there's these people that they had to... um, They had to have a team of volunteers that went onto the most radioactive part of Chernobyl to do something. I don't remember, but to limit the radiation exposure, they only let each volunteer have like, I think, 30 30 to 60 seconds each and they worked in shifts. 30 to 60 seconds and then they're out. And in those 30 to 60 seconds, they got a lifetime of x-rays in that 30 seconds. Yeah. Shit's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's bad. Okay, so let me think. You just need, yeah, six and nine. Six is a big one. You need to get this. Tell me someone famous. Oh, overdose. No. Tell me someone who has died from this. Well, there's someone in a commercial for this. He's large with a mustache. Diabetes is its own. Diabetes is number six. You got a problem with diabetes being number six? I have on my list here to say blood infection, but I don't think that's, that's not diabetes. You can go ahead and guess that if you're stupid. Did you, I did, won't. Okay. Tell us about diabetes. Number six, just under 3% of deaths worldwide, 1.6 million deaths per year. Two types of the disease, do you know them? One and two. <laughs> one is an autoimmune condition. Yes, yeah, type one and type two. Well, yeah, I know. Whilst the, I, you're right. Brandon's right, everyone. Fucking nailed it. One is an autoimmune condition, whilst the other is linked to poor lifestyle choices such as diet. That's type two. Yeah. In both cases, the body has difficulty dealing with insulin, an agent that helps the body to absorb and process glucose. Yeah, sugar. Uh, the bad news is that this is a growing global epidemic. People in low to middle income countries are more likely to die from complications from diabetes. The good news on diabetes, as the number of diabetes related deaths increases, pharmaceutical companies are working to develop better treatments to help patients to manage the disease. Where would we be without pharmaceutical companies, Brandon? They're our best friends. <laughs> Yeah, they, uh, I'm probably not addicted to opiates. They only help us. Risk factors for diabetes include excess body weight, big butt disease, uh-huh. high blood pressure, older age, Pranin. Losing your limbs. Not exercising regularly in an unhealthy diet. No, you lose your limbs because of diabetes. Oh, yeah, that's not a risk factor. No. Let's see. Number nine, give me a vague hint. I'll read you some risk factors. Diabetes, HIV infection, a lower body weight, proximity to others with the disease, <laughs> duh, regular use of certain medications or drugs that suppress the immune system. This is caused by a bacteria. It's an airborne bacterium. Okay, so it's not the flu. We already got the flu. MRSA? No. Okay, it kills 1.3 million every year, 2.4% of deaths worldwide. 
The bad news is it's one of the top causes of death in people with HIV. About half of HIV-related deaths are due to this. The good news is that this has fallen about 1.5% every year since 2000. The goal is to end this disease by 2030. Hmm. I'm just going to have to tell you at this point. You are going to have to tell me. I don't know. It's a lung condition caused by the bacteria called Mycobacterium tuberculosis. It's tuberculosis. Tuberculosis is number nine. My cowboy in Red Dead Redemption 2 got tuberculosis. <sighs> we know. You mentioned it about every other episode. Consumption. Huh? That's what they called it, consumption. Is that what it was called in the 1800s? Yeah, lungers. Lungers had consumption. What is a lunger? A lunger was someone who had consumption, tuberculosis. <laughs> Call them lungers because... They cough a lot. Because their lungs ain't working good. Yeah. And lungers had to move out to uh, the dry desert air like Val Kilmer in Tombstone. He had tuberculosis and he moved out there uh, on the doctor's recommendation. But then he was boozing and gunfighting. Fucking pussy. Doc Holliday was a bit of a pussy. What? Wait, it wasn't... Was he Doc Holliday in that movie? Yeah. Okay. Huge pussy. Wow, hot take on Doc Holiday. Apologies to all of our Doc Holiday enthusiasts out there. We know we got a lot of them. All right, so we did it. We did it. Top 10 leading causes of death in the world. This is as of 2016. Forgot to mention that earlier. Number 10 is road injury. Number 9 is tuberculosis. Number 8 is diarrhea. Diarrhea till you die. Number 7 is Alzheimer's and dementia. Number 6 is diabetes. Number five is trachea, bronchus, and lung cancers. Number four is chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, such as emphysema. Number three is lower respiratory infections, such as bronchitis and pneumonia. Number two is a stroke. Stroke. Number one, heart disease. Heart disease, 16% of all deaths. I did it. Brandon, how would Dr. Phil categorize this top 10 list? This is a mess of shit y'all need to avoid at all costs. Stay off the road. Quit your breathing. Quit your breathing? Stop eating your sugars. Fuck. Hey, do you, since we're doing impersonations now, do you- Fill in the blanks. Yeah. What now? Do you remember when you were rolling your R's pronouncing words? Stroke. Yeah. <laughs> Burrito? Fuck. I don't know why that slays me so much. You can't do it. I can't, no. I can't roll my R's. Mi perro is pequeño. <laughs> my dog is small. God, our Spanish speaking listeners love it. We're going to build a wall to keep you all out. So... Uh, don't worry. <laughs> it won't be finished now as of this recording. It's not looking so good. But yeah, this has been the top 10 leading causes of the death. We want to thank you for listening to us. And I forgot to mention it at the top, but this topic was chosen because it was death related and this is Spooktober. So, Brandon, all of our episodes this week, all of our lists are going to have some loose to strong connection to spooky shit like Halloween. Get it? Halloween is this month, so we got to do spooky shit. Do you get it? Yeah. Okay. I'm all over. Okay. So, I'm on board. Okay. Spooky shit. I love it. Next week, Brandon will bring some other spooky-esque list. I'm writing it down. Spooky shit. Yep. Um, if you want to connect with us, you can, again, rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. That helps our show out. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tennis Pod. 
You can also check out our website at tennispod.com. That's one zero I S H P O D dot com. You can listen to all of our past episodes there. You can buy a bunch of merch. You can find out info on our Patreon to get bonus episodes and more. What else do we want to plug? Um, don't eat bad food. Eat good food only. Stay inside your house. Stay inside and rest if you feel bad. Go to the app store and download <laughs> Phil in the blanks. <laughs> That's it. I'm Nick. He's Brandon. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye.